Sports presents the Pick 6 Podcast, featuring CBS NFL writers Pete Prisco and Will Brinson, NFL insider Jason Lockenfora, and host Nick Costos. You want NFL talk? We've got NFL talk. From training camp to the Super Bowl and through the NFL draft, our fearsome foursome has you covered. This is the Pick 6 Podcast. Pick 6 Podcast, recapping week number 9 in the National Football League. The Four Horsemen all here. I'm Nick Costos with Pete Prisco, Will Brinson, Jason Locke, and Fora. Guys, before we dive into the games, is there any general trash talk that we would like to commence with here? <laughs> uh, uh, no, we were, we were just mostly messing with Pete about the Falcons and his boy, Matt Ryan. He didn't play four. Um, you guys act like he played bad today. He threw for 313. All right, so I, I see where I see where this is going. We will get into the Falcons. We'll get into Matt Ryan. We'll get into the Panthers here. But let's begin with the uh, the Cowboys Chiefs game in Dallas. I mean, Jason, are you holding the phone up next to the speaker on the train that you're on, man? No, I mean, it couldn't well, be louder. Dude, you, ever, you ever been on a train before, bro? Uh, not with not, wow. not, not with ear splitting volume pay, like that. Pay your bills. You pay you pay the conductor, would you? Um, so let's start with that with Cowboys that? game. The Cowboys victory over the Kansas City Chiefs, twenty-eight to seventeen. Jason Lacanfora, good stuff from Zeke Elliott and companies. Dallas improves to five and three. Yeah, they're certainly in a little bit of a roll now. Obviously, we don't know how long his reprieve will be and whether he's playing next week or multiple weeks or when that six-game suspension will truly kick in. But, uh, you know, I would say he was more of a sort of a, a grunt than he was um, – a guy who took the game over. I mean, 27 carries for 90-some yards. I mean, he, he was effective enough. They controlled the clock um, once they got that lead. And, and kudos to them for sticking to the run game and grinding it out. But, uh, you know, that's a nice win for them. Um, the Chiefs now have, what, lost three of four uh, after starting 5-0. and You've got to wor- worry about them, I think, a little bit. And I think they continue to be exposed a little bit more defensively. Um, not Not superb against the run. Those linebackers can't really – a team that has all that speed, it's not at the linebacker spot. I think they get exposed by that when those guys have to cover. Um, you know, and, and I don't I don't know that they're any better than a lot of teams in the AFC. You know, I, I think they've pretty much come back to the pack. Look, for me, this was more about the Cowboys. I I thought the Chiefs are – I think the Chiefs were fading away. I think their defense isn't very good, and they're going to be a problem all season long. And it's going to put so much pressure on the offense to get points. But the Cowboys seem to be getting right. I mean, Taco Charlton made plays today. The defense looked pretty good at times. You know the offense is going to be good. The only thing, again, that to me is so concerning is the running back position if Elliott gets a six-game suspension. And when does he get it? They got two more games with the Eagles. I mean, they, that's, that's, that's tough. And when does he take it? When does he get it? Does he serve one? As the conductor, see what he thinks about the Cowboys. Might as well Metro get in. Because you guys know but Metro Park is the next stop. The Metro Park's the next stop. Ask the guy Metro what he Park. thinks about the Cowboys since we're hearing him so much. B- Billy Brinson, how about the uh, the Cowboys and the Chiefs today? Yeah, I mean, look, I think the thing when you start to look at this game is you saw a Cowboys team that started off hot in that game. They played well. 
And then they almost got their hearts ripped a little bit at the uh, at the end of the first half playing that prevent defense. Um, Jason Garrett in that interview with Tracy Wolfson seemed a little shook, frankly. He's like, "We gotta, yeah. we gotta get over. We gotta get over. We gotta, we gotta move past that play and get on." And and um, like Dan Quinn, and, like, we're, no, we're not hung over by the Super Bowl. That, that play, yeah, yeah. Us. And, and, um, and it's like it's like, dude, quit talking. Yeah, quit talking about the play already. And uh, and then they came out and they played really well. And they and they, the defense stepped up. And I think that they can actually, yeah, I think the, the way the offensive line is playing. And as good as Dak Prescott is, and he is really good, that if Ezekiel, if, if Ezekiel Elliott has to miss six games, that this team will be okay. Because I think Alfred Morris can run behind that line. The defense, again, elevating its game. They do have some, they do have some, you know, they do have some tough games here down the stretch. Um, but I, I think the Cowboys are kind of rounding into shape as, as one of the better teams in the NFC. And we, you know, we have the possibility of like an Eagles Cowboys, um, NFC Championship game, which would be just delightful. And those two teams will meet in Week 17 on New Year's Eve that could potentially decide the division. I think the Cowboys are really damn good. Like, I think this is – if Zeke avoids a six-game suspension, or even if he if he serves it and they end up coming out of it on the other side, I think this is a potential Super Bowl team in Dallas because the defense is playing better. Zeke is obviously great. But the big thing to me – Dak Prescott is so damn good. Like this could be yeah. a Super Bowl team, the it's, Dallas it's Cowboys. Special. The problem will co- be when they don't they don't scare anybody down the field, and that could end up when you play good defenses in the playoffs. That usually becomes a major problem because Des Bryant doesn't scare down the field. Uh, Beasley doesn't scare down the field. Terrence Williams had a big day today, so you got to give him credit there. Yeah. They can't count uh, worth, on that. Worth noting, He's I thought Tony guy. Romo Tony Romo did a good job pointing this out at the end of the game as they were signing off. Uh, most people probably clicked over to, to Washington, Seattle, but if Zeke's suspension gets kicked into gear this week, and I think that's probably a long shot, no, 50-50 on that. Um, Dez was hurt, and Terrence Williams got hurt. They get in there all of a sudden. You're talking about finding out what Dak Prescott's got to be. Him and Cole Beasley out there. That would, um, you know, that would certainly change the perception of the Cowboys. I believe. Well, what, what, what does your labor lawyer friend say? Well, the, the Princeton he, family he, friend. He thinks. And Jason, Jason, wait, look. That's not, I'm not the only legal beagle on this podcast. Jason Lockerfour is on the horn with clerks at court last week, chatting him up. Hey, Miss Clerk, how you doing, girl? What's up? And um, is that how the conversation went? Just like that, too. For, for that's what I assume. Hey, hey, hey girl, you got some info for me, girl? Betty, it's Jay. What's up, man? How you doing? Yeah, What's it was on? a female too. So yeah. That's exactly uh, how oh my. I think that I think that we. It is possible that this this panel of judges could convene and hear the case early in the week and then they get it taken care of by Friday. I personally feel it is unlikely because I think that it will take multiple days because you have these multiple opinions with multiple judges. Can he just like, if he's going to get suspended, can he serve the damn thing already? Cause look, like you're listening to this right now. You play fantasy football. I've got Zeke on my big team. If he plays this week and then is suspended, you lose him for the fantasy playoffs. Like don't people understand what this is all about? It's about my fantasy <laughs> yeah, team and that, everybody that, else's that, fantasy that, team. That, that trumps the legal system. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, of course. Right fantasy and they play at Atlanta last next week on a desperate, desperate team in that situation. All right. I know you really want to talk. No, no, we, we will get to that momentarily. We, we saw a desperate team in Seattle. Already. Guys, their guys, guys, their offense is going to get going at some point. It's just, I mean, it's going to. All right, you know, why don't just, we just dive into it? Let, 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 let's he talk. For, let's talk Falcons he and threw Panthers for three thirteen, and if Julio doesn't drop an easy touchdown oh, pass, it's probably right. three fifty. You don't put that one on Matt Ryan. That's not on him. That's on the. That's on the team. It's on some bad play calling by uh, dude Sark, man. Bad Sark, play Sark might have to go. I, I think they need to play up tempo. They got nobody there to replace him. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, they are, well, you think they're screwed this year, Pete? Right? You you kind of you didn't say that verbatim, but you think this team's well, in trouble. We gotta remember no. they've lost three. They, they played their season. They played three state. You did say straight, last week they saved their season. Three straight road games. They're four and four. They're not out of it. They play now. They come home. They got to win this. Pete, week, Pete, they had the, they're the reigning MVP, and they they were like a top five all time point scoring team. And this year they have a negative two point differential. I'm not saying that like it's on Matt Ryan. I'm not saying it's on the offense entirely, but the defense hadn't taken a step. Yeah, that's the problem. That's part of the problem too. I thought they'd be really yeah. good on defense, and they're not. Jason, who do you yeah. who do you put the the majority of the struggles on? Why are the Falcons four and four? If you had to pinpoint it, um, I mean. I'll try the risotto, please. Thanks. Hold on a second. What are you at? An Italian? Oh, do you want a foofy I'll Italian have the restaurant? Risotto? What is that? <laughs> the risotto? There you're on a, you're in the Metro North, Jason. What the hell is that? Is that, that? like does the conductor, does the uh, waiter know that's code for like gin and tonic or something? A risotto? <laughs> it's, I'm going with white wine tonight, Pete. So oh, just so you know, I don't oh. know if that's positive or negative. Got um, foofy luck and for a foofu Jason. Uh, uh, I'll have the risotto, uh, please. We thought Princeton was the right. silver spoon. Uh, it's the risotto, luck and for a. I'll have the risotto Unreal. and a white wine, please. Oh, my God. Oh, man. And not only that, but he, but this is how you know he was into it. He was about to bash Matt Ryan and stopped so he could order the freaking risotto. I could. I wanted to get my order in. That's not, the meal. that's not the meal, the is it? It's a crowded train tonight. What kind, what kind of risotto is it? Uh, it's like a, a, it's like a Beef and uh, mushroom risotto. No, that really is fufu. That's like something out of the Brinson buffet on Sunday. Yes, risotto. You're the Italian. What are you talking about? Yeah, but but you know Italians like make pasta. They risotto is like. I mean, come on. Here were the other options. You tell me what I should have got. Okay, go ahead. It was uh, the shrimp, a shrimp Caesar, which I had on the train yesterday coming up here. Uh, A noodle bowl, Asian noodle bowl, or uh, like a cheese plate. I go, I go risotto. Why do you have them stop like in I Philly and you can get a Philly cheesesteak for something that really is good on that play, on that train? Got, I think anything that's like no, not food. We don't stop in Philly long enough. All right, so so the Fa- Falcons lose to the Panthers here. On the flip side, Will Brinson, good yeah, stuff from Cam Newton and company. It, it, risotto, risotto's like, 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 do you think like like risotto's just Italian rice? Like it's not like it's some yeah, like, but they foo foo it up. They foo you foo foo it up. When though. risotto is made properly, it's it's absolutely delicious. Right, when it's made proper, it's difficult right. to make. There's properly. a difference. There's a difference between being delicious and being a dish of kings for instance go ahead if like like if i was like i'll take uh you know eggs benedict right like that's uh that's a fancy dish right versus like scrambled eggs but you're about like risotto is not some if, you you know, put... if jason was like give me the truffled risotto no perhaps, no no the risotto no and not only that but he paused and said i'll have the risotto, risotto sir, sir. I'll have the risotto please Unlike you two Wait, savage oh, demons, he's just manners? being a polite human. Yes, but he ordered he ordered the risotto. He's on the, first off, he made he made it like he was on, like the Metro North. Like they don't serve risotto on Metro North. Like he he's on like some sort of foo foo train. Yeah, he's on the he's on the expensive I'm on an Amtrak train. train. What are you talking about, bro? There's only one train you could take. How's the how's the bed in your bed car there that you're on the train? <laughs> laying down. Yeah, better be, better yet, how's the car. drink? That's the also question. He's having wine tonight. All right, all right. Well, how about, how about how, Will? Will, we know you love the Carolina Panthers, so uh, why don't you praise them here for the for the victory today? Yeah, I, I think the biggest takeaway for me on these Panthers is watching them the last few weeks. Steve Wilkes, that dude <laughs> likes to blitz. Yeah. He likes to bring heat, man. And it's something that you didn't really see a whole lot with McDermott, I don't think, or nearly as much. And there were multiple times where the the Falcons and Matt Ryan 
you know, we're starting to move and starting to make some, da- you know, move down the field. And I agree, they had that, that pass to Julio that they dropped, but it really felt like Wilkes' pressure and being, being disguising coverages and, and how he was blitzing got the Falcons confused, got them off their game. And that defense is carrying the Panthers right now. Now, I'll be really interested to see Greg Olson is supposed to return to the field in week 12. They traded Kelvin Benjamin. I don't think it makes a huge difference in terms of how they played. Their offense wasn't very good today. They can't run the ball effectively. Um, They need to get healthy on the offensive line, and they need to get healthy at tight end. And I think when they do that, that offense could kind of round into form. The the big thing for the Panthers is that they're winning with this defense. They're 6-3. and So you have to figure they're probably going to end up above 500. They're they're in that spot where at the midway through the season or more than midway through the season, they've got a good record without being a great team. And I think that it's the sort of thing that kind of can kind of snowball if they get guys healthy and and Cam starts to play well. well Eighty six yards and, rushing today, Will. That's what it's all about for this Panthers offense when they're well, home. Well, they're, they're, that's, that's most it. of it was when most of it was Cam. They win. No, nah, most of it was Cam's. Um, Cam had a huge, uh, huge. He was like Read a option. couple of jail breaks down the yeah, field, like yeah. when he was running. They weren't, they weren't, I don't think they were running the ball that effectively. Personally. I mean, but he ended up with 86 yeah, rushing yards. That's how this team wins. He had the rushing touchdown and he had the big fourth down pickup. And he was, when he, look, when he's the most physical guy on the football field, they tend to win. And when they get away, oh, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm saying, field, they tend to lose. I'm saying when you look at McCaffrey and Jonathan Stewart, I didn't, like, they, they didn't run the ball that well. Cam, Cam no. ran the ball great. I mean, he had a 30, it was a 34-yarder, and they had another 50, I guess, what, 52 yards built in there. No, they're going to have to run Cam, but they're also going to have to figure out a way to do that. It's a weird balance, I think, because you have to protect him, and you have to make sure that he doesn't take a hit that could hurt his shoulder. Or you know, So they're going to they're gonna have to balance that as they go through the rest of their schedule. I, I think they're a playoff team in this NFC uh, they have some tests coming up. I mean, they're, I mean, well, actually, they got a pretty good schedule. Dolphins at home, Monday Night Football next Monday. Um, Jets on the road two weeks after that because they get their bye, right? Is that right? God, that's great. That's huge for them. That's a late bye. Wow. It is a late bye. Wow. So they get their – okay, so I think Olsen is targeting – He'll be so back he's like around Thanksgiving. Week. What's that? Around Thanksgiving, I think, for Greg Olsen. Yeah. So I think he's targeting that Jets game, right? Um which would be that's that's big for them. I think that's right. I can't get my date. I can't figure out my date till my on the fly. Then they then they have the Panther. Then they have the Saints late, um, Vikings, Packers, and Buccaneers. So I mean, you know, three of those last three games are at home. That's massive too. I, I think they're in a good spot to make a playoff run, but they've got to get the offense really clicking if they want to be a true danger. As of right now, if Zeke plays next week, Dallas at Atlanta. Who do you got, Pete? If uh, Zeke please. plays, oh, I'm picking the Falcons. Yeah, Dallas either way. Pete, yeah. Pete's taking Atlanta. Will, who do you got? Oh, give me Dallas with Zeke, Alf, Darren, Pete, Jason. I don't care. How, how can you justify that Falcons pick? They're at home. They're desperate. What are they giving? Two? I don't, they're not as good, though. The, the Cowboys are better than the Falcons. Yeah, but this, are they, the Redskins aren't as good as the Seahawks, and they went in and won the game today. Desperation uh, makes teams do weird things. How about that Redskins win, by the way? Desperation oh. makes writers do weird things. No, desperation makes teams do weird things in the NFL, and and you saw that with the Redskins today. I mean, give them a lot of credit; they were. Wait, done. So do we think wait, it's, is it at, it's at Atlanta? Yeah, and it, and the Falcons will be dogs. Eh, no, 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 no. no. Atlanta, Atlanta will be favored, like two. Okay, but it's right, really, yeah, like, favorite. I like Dallas. I I will say, I I, I, I saw. <laughs> yeah, did we kiss of death the Seahawks? Was that one of our kiss of deaths? Did all of us like Seattle? Dude, I gave them the satanic. I gave them the satanic. 
rough. I mean, I gave him, you know, like the full. Well, can, I mean, can you do it, Jason, on the train or not? Or will you treat everybody else? Hey, no, Jason. I'm getting enough dirty looks already. You know what? The thing about it was is that Russell Wilson took a generational sack at the end of the game. I mean, he's a generational <laughs> no, quarterback. Well, I think the thing, the thing was three missed field goals and two non-converted. I don't care. You're a, supposed to be a generational quarterback, and your team gives up your game. team gives up 17 points at home. You're supposed to win the game if you're a generational quarterback, like people are calling him. Don't don't wanted, shy away he, from that. He, he threw a pick. Before. He should have thrown a couple he more that were dropped. The drive he, look, then the defense no, blew he it. did nothing except the drive before. That's all he did. And then he took a crappy yeah, sack. They were in field goal range. Doing. Look, the bottom line all right, is all the way. Let, they let, should let, win that game. Let, 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 let Jason respond here. Don't tell me what to do. I, I talk mean, when you, I want to talk. You, you just talked over you for like 40 ever, seconds. You don't ever go. tell me what to do. Never forget that. What line is that? What's that from? <laughs> I don't remember. But it's, it's from, it's, my, it's, it's from, it's from my Bible. Don't from, ever tell me what to something. do. Yeah, it's from Get Off My Lawn, the Pete Prisco story. Um, go ahead, Jay. No, he didn't have a great game by any stretch. But with 90 seconds left in the game, he made plays, marched down the field. They had the game won. The defense for the second straight week imploded within the final two minutes. And the other team came down, and they won. But, I mean, come on. I mean, that game wasn't lost by Russell Wilson. The game was lost on special teams. I mean, the player lost us his job in the first half. Seattle covers that game. I, I can continue to do my satanic. Uh, which which we still want you to do either way. of the week. And, you know, I'm feeling better. If the exact right same game is had by Matt Ryan – in the same exact situation, the kicker missed three field goals. You are killing him, okay? You're killing him. You score 17. MVP, you give up 17 points at home. Hey, Jason, you give up Dude. 17 points at home to a team that basically is crippled on the offensive line. You're supposed to win that game. You're not supposed to lose that game. Put that. You can blame Walsh for missed field goals. Yes. Where the hell are the touchdowns? You're, let's see your boy play six years with Daryl Bevel as an offensive coordinator and see what he looks like. He's kind of learning. He's kind of finding out all about Daryl Bevel football now with Steve Sarkeesian. I mean, look, I, I, I'm not saying Daryl Bevel's the greatest co- coordinator in the world, but come on. the quarter, we were, There were people writing that, that after that performance last week that he's a generational quarterback. He ain't a generational yeah, quarterback. He continue to be. He didn't have a great game. He's today, not a generational a quarterback. Really the generational well, quarterbacks are Brady, Rodgers, and Brees. On the generational thing, let's let's the Russell has played. Russell is on in the top ten of the MVP race so far this season. But generational implies that he's the best quarterback of like twenty five or thirty years. Right. I think he is a defining quarterback of the generation because of how he plays the game and the things that he's done. But calling him a generational quarterback is just blatant hyperbole. He's a good, really good quarterback. Is what he is. He's not a generational quarterback. Where would Aaron Rodgers have been after? What is this? Year five or year six for Russell? This year five? 2012, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, year six. Because Aaron's generational now, right? You would say that? Yes, yeah, yeah. Russell's in the same generation. Aaron Rodgers. Don't compare Aaron Rodgers to five years. Well, Jason, just just so we get this straight. And Russell's got the ring. Are you comparing Russell Wilson to Aaron Rodgers as far as their careers are concerned overall? I don't. I don't think Russell. Next stop, Crazy Town. Next stop, Crazy Town. (laughs) I, I mean, I think he's a whole hell of a lot closer to Aaron Rodgers than he is ninety-five percent of the other quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that he's as good as Aaron Rodgers is, or he's like generational the same way Rodgers is, though, right? 
Well, let's get you, let's let it happen. What is he? Twenty eight years old? Let's see. Well, in in that's, that's I mean, stop. come on. Yeah, I, 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 I think that's not. Can we? How, can, in, in, anyone? Wait, anyone? In Rogers have... in Rogers' fourth season playing, not his fourth year, but his seventh season, fourth year, he threw forty five touchdown passes. And Russell, 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 look, Russell had three bad quarters against a Redskins defense that has at times this season played exceptionally well, and the Redskins showed up. Greg N- Norman was great tonight. Today, well, showed Norman up. Was fantastic. They, they showed up. They were they were better than Seattle's defense for part, most of the game. They played it really well. They locked down the Seahawks. Um, and then Russell did what he did. He did magic in the fourth quarter. And then the defense gave up a big, two big throws by Kirk Cousins, one on that bomb down to Doxon, and they lost the game. I mean, it's, the, the, the Seahawks had a chance to, the Seahawks win this game. Yep, crazy down. Crazy down. Still at Metro Park. Seahawks win this game and Seahawks win this game and we are clustering up the four. We're, we're talking about a cluster of five teams in the NFC. The Eagles, the Cowboys. I think the Eagles are a step above everybody else because what they did to the Broncos. We get to that in a second. But yeah. the Eagles, the Cowboys, Panthers, Saints, and, and the Seahawks is really the team. What about the Rams? Really the Rams for what six. about the Rams? Yeah, yeah. Just sorry, the Rams. I was kind of doing the five, but I mean, like, we're talking about the six teams that we think are probably going to, you know, be fighting for what five playoff spots because you got to figure, you know, somebody has to win the North. Um, well, go ahead on the Eagles since since uh, since you started there. That's I mean, I I, I would have never well, in t- my I'll wildest what, dreams. What, Nick, dude, they I dropped fifty on the Broncos. Insane. Well, if you're an Eagles fan, you should be going to your little app store on your phone, and you should be downloading the Seat Geek app because you're going to be need to be buying tickets to sporting and concerts. Maybe not a concert. Maybe a concert. There's a concert before the Super Bowl. Maybe you're going to need some Super Bowl tickets, Eagles fans, because. I don't know if you guys know this, but 91 teams, Super Bowl era started 8-1. 22 of those won the Super Bowl. 40 of them went to the Super Bowl. Eagles fans, you're going to be thinking about Super Bowl tickets. So I want you to go download the Seeky Gap and use the promo code PICK6. That's one word, PICK6, all capital letters. I don't know if that matters. But you're going to get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek is awesome because you can search through um, it's like a, it's an interchangeable graphic thing. You can basically like bob, you can bob and weave all over to different sections of the stadium. You can see views from your seat and, and, uh, SeatGeek has a, uh, this grading system where they grade every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. Every purchase is fully guaranteed so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Make SeatGeek your go-to app for finding the best deals on every type of ticket from sports, Super Bowl, concerts, Super Bowl, Man, comedy, maybe go check out a comedy show. We've seen those at the Super Bowl before. And again, 20 bucks off your first purchase. Download the SeatGeek app and use the pr- promo code PICK6. SeatGeek, the only way to shop for tickets. So Eagles, 50 burger. 50 burger? They dropped a 50 burger, 51. right? 50 yep. burger on a legendary defense in the Broncos. I, I'm, I, I cannot believe that it happens. I, I, I'm, I'm serious. Jason, that's a, an embarrassing, embarrassing effort. And they got Chris Harris, like, like talking trash about the Eagles offense after I, I the game. He was insulting. I don't think he was insulting the offense. He said they run a college offense, right? Yeah, I don't even know anything about that. But I'll just say this. Like, it's never John Elway, so I'm wondering who the human pinata will be. be Could it be Vance Joseph? Is Vance Joseph one and done? I mean, it's never John. No way. It could never be John Elway. Having the time of his life, Vance Joseph? responsible? Well, I I think the bad quarterback. I'm curious what you think about this Chris Harris quote. Have you you seen it? Because he said, and here's the exact quote. Um, 
they run they run this college offense. Harris said this is via NewJersey.com or NJ.com. They run kind of like what the Chiefs do. They have options to run, options to pass. They run read option. They run real option. Carson's checking to a lot of things. It's a college offense. He's just executing it really good. Is that an insult? I don't feel like that's an insult. That's not an insult. That's, that's yeah. I think he's saying it's a difficult offense to stop, and we right. didn't do a good job. It, of, it gets it's, of, it's hard to prepare for those kind of offenses when you you know when you prepare for them. And and let's not, let's be real here. They were on what third straight was a third straight road game counting the bye. It was a third straight. And, road and game. And then I will say Harris added this: they knew everything that we were going to be doing on defense. They had a great game plan. Carson Wentz is a great quarterback. It seemed like the Chiefs' offense they just executed a lot better. We played a you great offense. It's the I, best I, offense we've seen. I, fe- I, I felt yeah. guilty to Brent. I felt guilty to Brentsonitis. I read the headline. I, I yeah, right, right, right. yeah, 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 yeah. He brings I, I, I clicks the giggles. Then. Yeah, he clicked and giggles. <laughs> but but either way, man, uh, that's Brinson. You're going to have Vance Joseph having the time of his problem. life or no? You're going to have problems in Denver because the defense is going to start pointing fingers at the offense. Period. Yes, the, it's I mean, getting there. It's getting and there. the defense isn't what it was before. And letting Wade Phillips walk is a is a problem. And Vance Joseph is still figuring out how to do that job. But that's a team that's accustomed to playing deep into January and winning Super Bowls, or at least playing for Super Bowls, and they ain't going to get anywhere close to that. Um, they don't run the football. They don't pass the football. And they have on defense. By the way, the, the the they currently have the fourth worst point differential in the AFC, wow. ahead of only the Colts at Bad negative ninety eight, the Browns at negative eighty three, and the Dolphins at negative wow. sixty. The Broncos are negative forty eight point differential. Is their season on the line next Dude. week against Patriots? Yeah, there's, yeah. There'll no, be three they're playing Brock Osweiler at quarterback, guys. Come yeah, on. Well, they might play. Lynch, they they might play Lynch next week, though. I mean, and that's not going to go well. Based on what we like saw last year. To, I mean, we'll see if he's ready physically, but they're going to find out. They're going to they're going to try like hell. But that that's an embarrassment sending Osweiler out there. And I mean, it could have been worse because the Eagles dropped about three picks as well. That that you know that they could have added. To, he's atrocious. To that he's an atrocious quarterback. Um, I, I will say, I will say, I think I could see a situation where they lose the Patriots and they're three and six. And then they, then they get the Bengals at home at the Raiders, Dolphins on the road, Jets at home, Colts on the road, where they could slap together some kind of winning streak in there just on the defense and, and make people think they're sneaking back into it. But I mean, look, if you're three and six, you're done. Done. Especially, yeah. especially in that division. I want to go around the horn here, guys, and get everyone's thought on this. Pete, start with you. Are the Philadelphia Eagles right now the best team in football? Yes, they are. They're, they're the, playing the best. The schedule's been favorable, though. I mean, it, it's going to get a little tougher. They've been home. They well, they've been home since October first. I mean, it, it feels home. like they play like a yeah, nine trade home game. Because they they play one home game the first five weeks, it all evens out. I mean, yeah, but I mean, they, they, they had a tough schedule to start. And then October was more kind, and then it'll flip again. But I mean, that's no factor. They've it is a factor. Everywhere, that's freaking seven and one, bro. And they played everywhere. Yeah. Well, they played the Chiefs on the road and lost, and they beat the their their good win on the road was against Carolina. They beat the Panthers on on the road on thir- what Thursday night, but beat the Eagles on the road. They are the Eagles. I mean, they, I mean, they beat the Redskins on the road. They beat me. themselves on the road, huh? That's good. They did against the Chiefs. Um, um, they're the best team Brinson, right now. Brinson loves to beat himself on the road. I don't know. <laughs> Can I you? You no. Get that out. Get that I'm out. Sure. Uh, they, this next segment sponsored by Marriott. They um, um, no, they're the best team. I, in my <laughs> mind, they're the best team. Don't you guys agree? Right now. Uh, yeah, I think if the Patriots played them on a neutral field. No, you I said the best the Patriots, team in the NFC, didn't you? No, best team in the NFL. Oh, no. The, but, the yeah. Eagles have the best record, and they're the best team in the NFL. They're the, Are they, they the best a, team they in have, Pennsylvania? Look, do you see? Yeah, I, well, 
<laughs> that would be a fun. That would be a fun Super Bowl. I'll tell you this. I think what you have. I think when you look at the Steelers and the argument for the Steelers great, the way, being well, the best well, team in football, Will gave about four be, answers to the question in about never three really seconds. An, and never really answered it. <laughs> Go ahead, Will. Sorry. Well, I had to. I had. To, I started doing like geography in my head. I was like, "Who is he talking about?" All right, the Steelers. Um, I think when you start to do sort of the evaluation of what the Eagles can do, they're just the the JHI trade might be a game changer because he looked good running behind a good offensive line. And, you know, even without Peters, they, they played well against that tough Broncos defense. They ran the ball effectively. I, I just think that they they might – I think getting a Ajayi with LeGarrette Blunt, with Smallwood, with um, – who, who else do they have in the backfield? Clements or whatever. Uh, yeah, they just have this balance Three on offense down. now and a lot of different weapons. Carson Wentz is dealing, and they got they get generate so much pressure from that defensive line that it's just a formula that works. They're playing the best football. There's no, there's no denying that. They, they, we'll see what's to come. But they've been the most consistent team. They've been the best team. I don't know why it's. I don't know why I, I don't buy in yet. Like that they're at that level of being good. Like I think I would still take Dallas. I still like the. I like the New Orleans Saints potentially, and I like a couple teams in the AFC. I think better than the Eagles. Patriots chief among them. You like the they're, Chiefs better than the Eagles? Right. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I think it's close. And I like Andy Reid better than Doug Peterson, even though Doug Peterson, I have to admit, has done a fantastic job this year. Oh, I would take Andy Reid, too. So, Eagles, fantastic win, 51-23. Um, let's go to the Saints, then. Six straight wins. Willie Brinson, you going to give me some credit here? Pat me on the back like you do every week. Yeah. I appreciate it. For my Saints NFC South pick, Pete, this is a legit Super Bowl contender, I think. Are you asking Pete or are you asking me? Well, I, don't, I don't know. It's, well, it's I, begging I, for compliments. I, I've, um, literally, I've literally been up all day. Jason, you want to give him a little uh, thigh Jason, rub Jason, under the Jason, table? Jason, please, mm-hmm. please. I need it. I need the validation. He's ordering. He's eating his risotto. He's got a mouthful of risotto. Listen to him. Uh, they're good. I, I the, think they're defense, the Saints are really good. The best thing about them is their improvement on defense. And, and the young players are playing better. Cam Jordan, please, we need to start mentioning him in defensive player of the year conversations. Yeah. He's having that type of season. Had a sack and a half today. He's been dominant. Um, and then, you know, Rankins is getting better. And the corners are better. And Vaccaro's playing much better than he played early in the year. They were talking about getting rid of him and sitting him down and benching him. And because the corners are playing well. They're playing better. I mean, Latimer's good. Look, it's a good defense. And Dennis Allen, I mean, right now, if you had to pick a guy who was probably the coordinator of the year on defense, he'd probably be it, right? I mean, he's done a great job with that defense, and everybody thought it would be awful. They are a dangerous, dangerous team. Peyton can still call plays. He's still the best play caller in my mind in the NFL. And Breeze can light it up, and they can run the ball. They're a good football team. Kudos to you, Nick. I I think you could start making a case – at least building a case that Alvin Kamara could be the rookie of the year too. He's so I mean, freaking good, man. He is. He is really good. Runs the ball really well, and it's just he's. I mean, it's like it. That's why the the whole Adrian Peterson thing never made any sense because a guy like Kamara who can just who's great out of the backfield catching passes is the ideal complement to Drew Brees. And I, I tell you, the, the interesting thing that I think about this game, and I tweeted before the game, and it didn't didn't really happen. And Brees doesn't have the touchdown numbers right now to necessarily back it up. I think there could be, if Breeze gets hot down the stretch and puts up big numbers, and they play a lot of their games in a dome down the down the stretch, you could very easily see Drew Breeze get some MVP chatter if the Saints finish with, you know, 12-4 uh, and four better, even with a good defense. Breeze has never won the MVP. He could almost be like a, 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 you know, he's got two Offensive Player of the Year awards. Could almost be like, like a, a career uh, achievement or something. 
Yeah, yeah, like a yeah career achievement award that that he gets because he has a great season and because the Saints end up with a really good record. And then he, if he pours it on down the stretch, people will start talking about that. Um, and yeah, he's probably I think he's like fifth. He's like fifteen to one coming into this game. I just think it's worth mentioning because he hadn't necessarily heated up the way he can heat up. And if I mean. Lord knows if this defense plays like it is going into the playoffs and Breeze can get hot, yeah, they can beat anybody. At, Nor- at Buffalo next week. Huge for them. At Buffalo next week. That's not going to be easy. They're, we're, they're flexing games now, right? Yeah. Can we get that game in primetime next week, Saints at Buffalo? What's what's the primetime game next week on Sunday New night? New England, Denver. You're not taking that. Get that, that the hell out of You're there. Not taking I don't want to watch Brock Osweiler in primetime. Give yeah. me the, you'd rather, what would you rather watch, Patriots, Broncos, or Saints, Bills? I'd rather Patriots, watch Broncos. Dallas, Atlanta. Dallas Atlanta would be a good choice too. Dallas Atlanta would be a great choice actually. So a, a lot of good games potentially for next week. So the Saints winners of uh, of six in a row now. So they have been playing some outstanding football. Will as have the Los Angeles Rams. Right. Before you move along, we should touch on the fact that the Buccaneers. I believe Jason is. Oh yes, please, taking, please do. Taking a forty-gallon blowtorch to them for his uh, Sunday column. Jason, He's go ahead. Writing that's going to be dripping in risotto, right? He's I mean, dead coach walking. Literally on, like on fire. There is a literal <laughs> dumpster fire going on all around him, and he's just got this like fifty-yard death stare into the abyss. Like weekend to Bernie's, right? Like, he's weekend to Bernie's right like, now. <laughs> dead man walking. Yes, I mean it's just like, bro, go grab somebody by the back of the neck. Like, go over to your backup quarterback, who I guess is hurt now or whatever. I mean, he was benched. He wasn't benched. Now he's hurt. You know, and try to keep him from acting the fool during the game, like just just a little bit. It, it, it's over. I mean, it's so over there. It, thank you. I, I don't even know. You know, I mean, he says after the game, I was embarrassed by it. I mean, I hope the players are. No, dude. You, if they're not, then that needs to be like all you do this week is explain to them why that display, which nearly cost you know caused a melee unacceptable on, on every level it's it's i mean it's unprofessional what the hell was that it can't happen it can't happen if it's your third straight quarterback but it definitely can't happen when it's the first overall pick and the 10th overall pick a year after that i mean what was he doing what was james know, doing when he was playing i don't know. To... i mean jason light i think I, I don't know that anybody survives this thing there now i mean that's you know, they and the Giants, that, that's just, that's that's like not showing up for work. I mean, that's that's bad. At, at, at least at least uh, Cutter had the, the sense to say that he was embarrassed. McAdoo goes after the game. Yeah, I wouldn't McAdoo say we're embarrassed. I'm disappointed. That, yeah. um, hey, Ben, do, do, were you, like, forget about weekend at Bernie's. It should be weekend at Ben's for Ben McAdoo. That was, I, I mean, I've been watching Giants hey, before, football for 30 sorry, years. Before, I mean, come on, man. Before we get to, um, I, I, I I want to touch on the Buccaneers because did you see um, James's pregame thing with the uh, eating the eating the W? I want to eat a W. What was he doing? He was like licking his fingers and stuff. What was? That? Yeah. Well, first of all, first of all, I mean, if you think you're being filmed, maybe don't make put a W up to your mouth and talk about eating. I'm just yeah, maybe just <laughs> just just, <laughs> just throwing that out there. Um, I, I don't I don't know. Man. Yeah, that team is crazy. Uh, but you know, I will say that. If I were going to eat something, I probably wouldn't eat a W. You know what I would do? What's that? I would go to blueapron.com slash pick six, and I would get 30 bucks off my first meal delivered to me with free shipping from Blue Apron. 
the best in the biz, the only way to eat, the only way to cook. Uh, Blue Apron actually having their fifth anniversary, and they are bringing back their top 20 recipes from throughout the past five years as picked by members of the Blue Apron community. Um, basically, your favorite recipes from Blue Apron over the past five years, all on the calendar for a limited time. Or the, the the menu, excuse me. And Blue Apron, the key about Blue Apron, guys, I don't know if you you know how much you've used it. I use it all the time. It made my wife take took my wife from a terrible cook into a fantastic cook. They have delicious seafood, some of the best salmon I've ever had. I'm a big salmon guy, and 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 they they you know it comes it shows up in a big box on your doorstep, step by step instructions, easy to cook, delicious seafood that's sourced sustainably under standards developed in partnership with the Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch. Who doesn't love the Monterey Bay? Um, and you get to cook with your family. So you, you know, build some bonds. You know, you two vagabonds need to spend time with your loved ones. And so cooking helps that. Uh, you're going to spend less because it's about 10 bucks per person per meal. I personally love the, the salmon Caesar salad. That's one of my all time favorite meals from the past five years that Blue Apron has done. That one I would love to see again. They've got over a thousand recipes they've done over the past five years. And so you will get to try some of those. Go to blueapron.com slash pick six you will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with blue apron so don't wait blueapron.com slash pick six blue apron a better way to cook as long as it took you to do that i could have whipped up like the fanciest meal in america by the way i thought that was a pretty good read. i thought it was a good read and look the sponsor is going to be happy and that's really yeah, important it was, our, read, what, was, our time it was a read. great read it was about two hours uh, and 14 uh, minutes 130 that's perfect. Maybe a little more. 90 seconds. Not 90 seconds of love for it's a tremendous sponsor, Blue Apron. salmon 42 times. I got to say, I don't like salmon, but if it were from Blue Apron, there's a chance that I might right. like you it. You probably because, would like it. Because Blue, Blue Apron's awesome. And what's not awesome, Will and Brinson, I'm starving. We're is the, Blue, Blue Apron right now is the New York stuff. football giants. Um, I, Will, you want to talk Ramsey? Well, we don't need to talk giants, right? I mean, no, is that the same? The giants stink and they should fire everybody. Yep. Okay, but how about my Rams, though? Another one of my great calls this year. Yeah, I mean, you Did didn't you mention my Eagles division? when you talked about the Eagles. That's fine. You didn't pick them to win um, the division. No, I, I mean, I picked the Seahawks to win the division, but okay. you know I love the Rams. Right, but you didn't pick them, so don't say they're yours. They're, uh, no, they're Nick, my Nick, Rams. Nick, yeah, Nick, Nick, Nick bet the over on the Rams. and it, I won it already. It's over. Yeah, yeah, you won it. Look, they Jared Goff, four touchdowns, 300 yards against a Giants defense that, in theory, should have been showing up to, like, save jobs and, they quit. and help people out. They quit. They quit. Yeah, they quit on the season. They'll probably steal some game at some point, but this is a terrible team. And I, I mean, I'm being dead serious. I, like Ben McAdoo after this game is asked, you know, will you think about benching? You know, will you, he's like, everybody's up. Everybody's jobs are on the line. And they're like, even the quarterback. He's like, even the quarterback. So I mean, like he might care. I don't think he'll do that. With yeah, Eli. I'll tell you what. Giants fans would rather see Ben McAdoo. Th- I, 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 I don't even want to say what I want to say here, but they would rather see Ben McAdoo th- forcibly taken out of the building than have Ben McAdoo bench Eli Manning. Get the hell, get the hell out of here. So Ben McAdoo can evaluate David. Are you freaking kidding me? Ben McAdoo, like Tom Coughlin maybe would have had the stones to do that, the chutzpah and the gravitas to do that. Ben McAdoo is going to sit down the greatest quarterback in the history of the franchise and end his consecutive game streak so we can see Davis Webb. Get the hell out of here. You're forgetting a lot of quarterbacks in the history of the franchise. Yeah, Phil Sims. I, I, love, I love Phil Sims. What Phil Sims Tarkington? For, for, for Tarkenton, got it done with the Vikings, not the Giants. He was good with the Giants. So what not, about not what, good, not great? To steal a line from you and tell me I'm wrong. He's one of the, he's the, when he retired, he was, I think he was the all-time leading passer. He did it with Minnesota. He didn't he do it with the folks. Giants. And what about Wyatt Tittle? Wyatt Tittle did it before the Super Bowl era. It doesn't yeah. it doesn't matter. Okay. You're, hey Pete, I, come do you think you know you know this man well, like personally well? Do you think that Tom Coughlin will sneak? Like let's say the Jaguars go to the playoffs. They're playing well. Stevens playing great. 
Um, do you think that they will, he will sneak in some kind of aggressive old man snark comment at the Giants for bombing this year? I no. hope so. I he hope would he, never, does. he would never do that. He would never do that. I promise you, he would never do well, that. That makes me sad. Yeah, he would never Because <laughs> I want him to. I yeah, want no, him to. He, he, he should. To burn he should. Like, the ground. like if I walked up to him and said, hey, Tom, they shouldn't have fired you. You should get rid of Jerry Reese. He'd like go, ha, 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 but he wouldn't say it was wrong. How about when the Eagles wanted to hire Ben McAdoo? Yeah, what was that? And, and he went to the Giants instead. Got that big big win for Philly there because this this is a disaster right now. So, dude, I mean, should the, I mean, should the Giants, you know, I mean, like. Did we what, lose what Jason, you... by the way? Is Jason gone? Probably eating yeah, risotto. Okay. Yeah, he the he Giants, left. He, he the, during Blue Raper, he went to pound risotto. The Giants um, wanted to hire. Would, the, no, the Eagles wanted to hire Coughlin. But remember what happened is he was going to take his staff from the Giants to Philly. And, and then what happened was is the Giants were going to hire Mike Smith. And from what I was told, Eli pushed for Ben McAdoo. And when Ben McAdoo was hired, he was going to keep most of the staff that Coughlin would take. And Coughlin didn't feel like going and finding a whole bunch of new staffers and building a new staff. So he decided he wasn't going to. This is, now I all, that's not all factual, but that's what I was told by somebody. <laughs> so, I mean, who told you that? TSA? Like the guys at the airport in Jacksonville? No, I mean. It's not all factual. No, man. I mean, it's not all 100%. No, it's just, yeah, it's, it's what I've heard. So um, it's basically like I, I just made it up is basically what he said. I, I wrote a few weeks ago that I, know you didn't make I it thought up. it would behoove the Giants to blow it all up after this year. And I. I mean, I think it rings truer now than it did several weeks ago. Like, you have to fire Jerry Reese. Yes. You can't let you can't let Jerry Reese make this top five. A hundred, a hundred, and you can't let him pick the next coach if you fire McAdoo. Right, right, and you can't let McAdoo groom the next quarterback. No, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, by, by the way, the funniest part about this was Pete. We're sitting in the room together, and Pete looks at me and mouths. You know I didn't make that up. I know you didn't make it up, Pete. And also, you could have you could have just said it to me instead of mouth. Nobody thinks nobody thinks you're making anything up. You just I mean, like you're saying what you hear and you're well connected. You know, I mean, I'm not. I'm not even passing. You know, a lot of people. Adam, I know. Hey, I know. We're just busting your way, chops. McAdoo wouldn't be gone because of the record. He's going to be gone because of what's happening with his players. They have folded, folded yeah. up the shop on him. He's done. It's it's yeah. been dreadful. Um, Will you think the Rams are a legit contender? Of course they are. No, they can play. They they can play defense. As far as like the NFC crown is concerned, like is this a, is this a team that can that can go deep into January? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because well, I mean, look, a lot's going to depend on who the like if they or if they were playing in Carolina in a playoff game. I'll take the Panthers. Um, maybe if it's in LA, I, t- I take the Rams. The, their defense is coming along really nicely. I think you can. I think the problem is. Well, I mean, hell, I mean, golf threw 311 yards on 22 passing attempts. That's insane. Yeah. I, I, I just think that if you, if you have a good enough defense, you can probably beat the Rams handily. Um, so with Philly and with Carolina and with the way the Saints have been playing, I mean, like, I think if the Rams and Saints played, that would be a fun shootout. I, I don't know. Yes. They, yes, they can because they have Gurley and they have golf. And they have the weapon. Sammy Watkins, you know, get a little, you know, got that long touchdown today. If they get him going, they, they really got a nice offense and nice pieces. I don't think they'll be favored to go deep, but yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, they can win games. Single elimination. Defense playoff. is getting better. All right. So it's, it's getting late here. We got to get the hell out of here. So we got a couple more games to hit. Pete, let's start with uh, the Jaguars beating the Bengals. And the biggest talking point coming out of this game is not the Jaguars winning, but 
what the hell got into A.J. Green and Jalen Ramsey, specifically A.J. Green. Like, I, we haven't seen anything like that since Andre Johnson and Cortland Finnegan. And, and A.J. has since sent out a t- uh, tweet saying he apologized to everybody and everything. But look, that's not who he is. Anybody who's ever talked to A.J. Green knows he's one of the most mild-mannered guys that there is in this yeah. league. Uh, he doesn't do that kind of thing. And after bad situations, like I remember I was at the Pittsburgh Bengals game and that locker room was a disaster in the playoffs a couple of years ago. A.J. came out and faced the music and was fantastic. That's not who he is. So clearly he's frustrated from it by a lot of things, the way they're playing, the way he's being used. Dalton. You know, and Jalen Ramsey. And Jalen Ramsey probably said something to him or pushed him. He did push him, but he must have – it had to be more than just that push because he snapped at that moment. And he's probably going to face a suspension. I mean, I, let's, let's be real. Uh, you don't Cause that was ridiculous. It was like he, it was something at a UFC. It was he crazy. He threw him on the ground. He choked him, and he had him throwing punches on the ground. And, you know, Jalen Ramsey got suspended, too. I mean, he got thrown out, ejected, too, and he shouldn't have. Supposedly, they thought he threw a punch. I, I clearly didn't see that. But this is a bad situation for A.J. Green. The Bengals are toast. Marvin Lewis is probably toast. And they're going to have to go find a new coach, too. The um, <laughs> I think the fact that, like, Jalen Ramsey got tossed. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey gets tossed because he got choked and punched in the helmet like five times. They're like, all right, you're out of here, buddy. That tells you all you need to know about what the officials heard and saw him doing throughout the game. And it explains why A.J. Green, and Pete's right, he is a really nice, low, mild-mannered dude. And he just lost it. He just lost it. He just flipped out and lost it on, on Jalen Ramsey, and they tossed both of them. I, 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 what, my biggest beef with that is and I think this points to the lack of consistency with the officials. Mike Evans comes out of nowhere. How did Mike Evans not get ejected right. for that? For, right. what, for what he like, did, the, like the exact same situation unfolds in two different games. And Al Riveron's taking a nap in New York and not saying like eject this guy, eject <laughs> that guy. Like there's no consistency. You don't know what you're getting from the officials game to game, and it drives me nuts. Right. I'll tell you one thing: Mike Evans might get a suspension though, and, and it'd be fine. He could. They both suspension. should get suspended. Yes, yeah, it's wild. It was By wild. the way, the flip side of that game. Jacksonville thinks they're a bully now. Mm, they shame think- and look, hey, hey, and you're Pete. They they bench Fournette before the game, and then they go out there and run the ball down the Bengals' throats. You're right; they are a bully. Well, Bortles had a good day today, and uh, and the Titans also won today, beating the Baltimore so, Ravens. So, so, so the- listen, Andrew Luck's on IR. Deshaun Watson, the torn ACL. Obviously, is atrocious. And the and, Texans lost to the Colts. And the huh? Texans lose to the Colts. I'm so not, now this is a two-horse race in the AFC I'm not so South sure with the Jacksonville and Tennessee. Win the division, even if they had both played healthy. Not, maybe not Andrew Luck, but uh, the fact that the Texans' defense is very good. But the Jaguars' defense travels. They're dom- they'll be a dominant unit anywhere they go. Jacksonville play. or Tennessee? Who do you like to win the AFC the South? The schedule is well, so favorable. Um, I'll take Tennessee because I picked them before the year, but. Ja- I picked them too before the year, by the way. I picked Tennessee. Jacksonville, yeah. Yeah, you told us to take the under on the Jaguars. Yeah, I, 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 I did not see this coming at all. The, uh, like Coach Tom Coughlin got out the job. Week 17, Jaguars at Titans. That could, that it could might not matter by then. Look at this. Read the Jaguars' schedule the rest of the way. It won't matter. I'm telling you, the schedule's a joke. All right, so let's play the game. The Jaguars are 5-3. and three. Will, you ready? Yeah. At home against the Chargers. Loss. <laughs> well, they always have problems with well, them, though. That's also Princeton Super Bowl. Hey, that seems like a random game the Chargers will win. So right. I'll say, I'll see, I'm going to say All right. at, at the Browns. That's win. a W. At the Cardinals. They'll that's a that W. Game. Seven and four. At home against the Colts. Eight and four. That is a W. At home against the Seahawks. Eight and five. I agree. I, I think that I is. Think Although they, they could beat the them, too. 
Dude, the Seahawks offensive line against the Jaguars. Yeah, All right, at, at, home, at home against Tom Savage and the Texans. Right, there's a win. At the Forty Nine, maybe Jimmy Garoppolo, but maybe C.J. Beathard and the Forty Nine ers. That's that good. Wait, they get the. Well, you're telling me they get the Colts, Texans, Forty Nine ers, and Browns. Yes, yes. There's yeah, a, it's an impossibility the for them not to be in the playoffs. It's an impossibility. Well, I mean, well, there's always a possibility. unless they choke. They have, if they, which, which is within the realm of possibility, knowing who they are, yeah. Um. I, I like them better Wait, than Tennessee the, also. I really do. Do. The, do the Jacksonville Jaguars have the third best point differential in the NFL right now? Correct. They do. I almost said holy ass on, like, like on the podcast. And the Rams so the are one of the three, other ones, top right? The point differential right now are the Eagles. No, excuse me. The Rams, yeah, Eagles, the Rams. and Jaguars. It's freaking wild. I almost dropped an F-pump just now, too. It, I mean, it's, it's a, insane. It's amazing. It's amazing. They, hey, you got to give credit to – so Doug Maroney's done a good job with that team. They can, and again, it'll travel. One thing, the biggest difference today was Bortles. They allowed him to throw in early downs, and he did very well. Look at his first down passing numbers when you get a chance. He's phenomenal. I, I want to ask one, one more question here, and this is the last thing, and then we're going to get out of here. Um, is it time for the Bengals? And we talked about Marvin Lewis, right? He should be gone after the season. I think we can all agree. The Bengals get a high draft pick, and, and I, I don't know exactly what his contract situation is, but I think they can get out from under it without taking too much of a hit. Is it time for the Bengals to move on from Andy Dalton? Yes. You better have a plan. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. I, Adam Schefter actually reported that or mentioned that during the ESPN countdown on um, show on on Sunday, and he he was basically like, so "Watch watching know, ESPN instead of us at Fantasy Football Today, Pete." How about I have, that? I have. Well, you, first of all, you're not on the television. Um, like in my downstairs living room, my my parents are here. Second of all, I have three TVs, so I have wow. Fantasy Football Today on something, ESPN on something. No, you don't. No, you don't. You're lying. Quit lying. You're lying. Why would I lie? What do, you, do you think I'm watching ESPN on three TVs? No, but you're not watching fantasy football today. I don't believe you. Well, well I watch you all watch the fantasy time football today? You guys were scooping the Leonard Fournette stuff. He was watching. He watched. He watched. He did. We uh, appreciate it. All right. So what were you saying about Schefter saying what? He, he was just like, he was like, you know, he's like, Andy Dalton's guaranteed money is basically gone at this point. They could move on. I thought on that was the, the case. Yeah. Well, they got a minimal. situation with McCarron. Let's not forget. There's a, a, a situation where he's going to try and say he's an unrestricted free agent. Because he sat out the year. But how good could A.J. McCarron yes. be if he's Andy Dalton's backup? Okay. But you better have a plan in place. What's your plan in place? Take a quarterback in the first round. They're going to have a top 15 pick. And take your chances with him. I think so, right? I mean, they well, took Dalton in the second round. Well, I mean, maybe they should have taken John Ross this year and taken a quarterback. Well, but, no, but I think you go into this year with, with this, like hoping that Dalton gets it together with all these weapons. It right. hasn't happened. Right. Well, he doesn't have as many weapons as you think either. On, on paper with Ross and, and, and Tyler Boyd. Well, Ross hasn't played. Eifert hasn't played. Eifert hasn't played. Ross hasn't played. These guys have been out all yeah, year. Yeah, I guess I, I should probably get off the John Ross bandwagon at this point. Yeah. Right? Considering he was a healthy scratch thank God for J- a bad Bengals Thank team. God Jason's not on here. He'd be ripping you about Yeah, we'll get into that later in the week. Any, anything else, boys, or are we done? We're done. All right. Is uh, that all the games? Did we miss something? I, no, no we're done. Well, this is a bad week of games. It was not good. It was a bad slate. It was not good. Um, we can talk well, Cardinals Niners. It looked like a bad week coming in, and Let's then you not. had – Chiefs Cowboys was fun. <laughs> Romo want, did a great job on their emotional. I want to go the game was exciting at the end, but it wasn't to, a really do, good game. Do you want to talk Cardinals Niners? I don't. You guys have at it. I'm out. Um, no, yeah. I'm not talking about that game. Game's how about good. Adrian Peterson, 37 carries? Can't wait to see him on Thursday night against the Seahawks. That should go well. Look, if you give CJ, by the way, that was my. I'm two and one in the Super Contest so far. I got the Dolphins and uh, Packers to come. Um, I'm two and two. I'm one and three. I had a bad week. Two and Oof. two. If you. Let C.J. Beathard throw the ball 48 times. You're probably going to lose. 
Just going to throw that out there. That's it's all you fine. need to know. So, so who are they? You know, this is a conversation for another time. But the Niners have their quarterback now, and they're going to end up with a top two or three pick with the opportunity to maybe trade down again for a quarterback needy team, or they could take the best defensive player on the board. Maybe they or take, take Saquon, Saquon, Barkley. Saquon Barkley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or one of these stud receivers. See, th- th- that's my concern with the Giants is that Jerry Reese is going to say, "I can do what the Cowboys and Jaguars did. Let me just take Saquon Barkley. We'll be good next yes, year." Yes, except the offensive line stinks. Right. God, I I'm just know. saying that I can see them. I can no, see There's only 5,000 backs in the draft. All right, Pete, you go get your food. Will Brinson, you go play some croquet. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Maybe go. Hey, thanks for uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. For Pete, for Nick, <laughs> I'm Will Brinson. Get out of here. See you guys. Bye.